Welcome to today's Newsroom Special with Liam Riley. Identity fraud is one of the fastest growing methods of cybercrime in the UK. With the mass of personal information readily available on social media, giving fraudsters an ever-growing pool of data to use, it has become a big concern for people living in the UK. The 2018 Unisys Security Index, a leading security barometer, shows identity theft as the area of greatest concern for UK citizens, with more than half of respondents registering that they were very or extremely concerned. In fact, concerns over identity theft have eclipsed those related to national security, the top concern in 2017, when the last high-profile terrorist attacks occurred. To discuss the research further, we were joined by former president of the Association of Chief Police Officers, Sir Hugh Ord, and firstly Salvatore Sino from Unisys. What did the research tell us about how worried people are about identity theft? Yeah, Unisys Security Index uh, is showing that uh, the identity theft uh, is one of the main concerns for uh, people in UK, but uh, even more interesting, as this is a, a global uh, survey that we conducted across uh, 13 different uh, countries around the world, uh, this concern is one of the top concerns around uh, the world. So uh, this shows that the uh, crime has changed and that the people is aware that uh, uh, criminals have found new way to compromise their data and uh, to steal and to invade their uh, uh, digital space. So uh, this is a wake-up call to the fact that the crime is moved online and it's uh, very, very difficult now to separate what is your uh, digital personal space from your uh, traditional personal uh, space. Right, and Sir Hugh, do you think people might be becoming more worried about identity fraud when it comes to their security than even the likes of terrorism? Well, that's what the index is telling us, and again, as we observed, it's better telling that not just in the United Kingdom, they're telling us that uh, around the world. As this survey's been going for 11 years, it's something we should take um, cognizance of. I think part of that is just a growing awareness of your vulnerability when you're operating online. I think that's a really positive thing because it means people will start to take better measures uh, to keep them safe. And, and we're still finding, we still find that some of the most basic security measures that individuals can take on their own behalf are still not being done. So I think that's really important. Uh, from a business perspective, I think it's a wake-up call to business to start to get their act together because citizens won't tolerate uh, the breaches of security we're seeing. Uh, we've seen in the last year or so, you know, 85 million records compromised in March. I, and I think, you know, from a business perspective, they are going to have to take um, their security more seriously if they're going to have the confidence of the uh, consumer. And I think that's work very much in progress. On the national security side, again, it hasn't gone away. Um, and in some places, it just is just above um, the internet concerns, others just below. But certainly, at the front of people's minds very much is still the national security situation or the international security situation, which again reminds government it needs to continue to work tirelessly to keep people safe and recognise that you know, communication between those determined to disrupt our way of life does take place uh, you know, via the internet and via those sorts of uh, communication systems. Right, and Salvatore, on a more personal level, how may security be compromised just through someone's social media, for example? 
people are, uh, this is something that the index is, is, is showing quite clearly. People are, uh, have a uh, quite open attitude when it comes to sharing personal information on uh, social media. So they tend to share details that uh, you usually don't share if you have a face-to-face conversation, things like your date of birth or things like uh, where you have been uh, on your holiday or when you leave home or things like that. So uh, the criminals use all this kind of information to create a profile, to put together uh, data from uh, different sources. So one piece comes from what you post on uh, Facebook, another information comes from uh, some data leak from uh, bank accounts and so on. All these contributes to create a uh, profile of the individual that then can be exploited, for example, to send a, what we call a spear phishing attack. So a email that is addressed to your personal uh, email with your name that is trick- try to trick you to uh, click on uh, links or download uh, some uh, uh, malwares and some software that can take control of your machine. So the advice to the people here is uh, be always aware, always think before you click on everything on internet, before you open any attachment, even if it seems that it comes from uh, your uh, bank or it seems that it comes from HMRC. So if it is common sense, if it is too good to be true, then it's not. Mm. You know, it's very unlikely that you get a refund, a reputable uh, business don't send this kind of uh, email. Right, and Sir Hugh, when it comes to policing, I suppose there's quite a a complex balance to maintain. You know, police need access to information for security, but people may feel less secure the more information they give. So where do you see the future of policing in that respect? That's a really good question. And again, the index identifies this. People are more prepared to share their information, for example, with medical institutions than they are with the police, unless it's you know, a, a way of getting instant help because you're actually in trouble. So there's something about personal benefit equals a, more, a greater willingness to share uh, information of those institutions. And of course, medical institutions historically have always been held in extremely high regard by um, the citizen. In terms of policing, it's a matter of supply and demand. And what, this, what the index is telling uh, police services around the country today is that the citizen is getting more and more concerned about this. And I'm no doubt chief officers will be reflecting that in how they deploy their resources. But resources are limited, as we all know, in policing. And indeed, policing numbers are lower now than they were five or six years ago. So there's pressure on policing. So the more the citizen can do, the more the businesses can do to reduce demand through crime prevention, which is always better than cure, uh, the more focused the police services can become on dealing with the really difficult end of the organised crime spectrum. And of course, I joined policing in 1977 when policing was broadly local and the concerns were burglary and theft. What we're now seeing, of course, is concerns that are not only online, an invasion of digital space, but also more international in nature. So, you know, services need to connect, police services need to connect with their international colleagues far more routinely than they ever did before. So the more we can prevent, the more they can focus on the most serious crime. Okay, and if people want to find out more about the research, is there anywhere they can go? Well, the the UNICEF's website will take them to the um, 2018 index. This index has been going for 11 years, so it's an important uh, piece of research that stood the test of time. It's a significantly, statistically significant uh, sample of people taken from across the world, and it provides a very interesting read on where the public are becoming more concerned and how we can respond to that. Okay, so Hugh Ward and Salvatore Sino, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.
Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.